you are listening to the Grace and Wrath podcast. This is Mark. Living a truly fulfilling life without Christ is impossible, and choosing to die without Christ is pure insanity. Repentance of sin and belief in the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved by God's grace from God's wrath. Welcome back to the Grace and Wrath podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. In this series, we're telling Bible stories in chronological order and adding tips and commentary to help you share the gospel more easily and effectively. Today's story is entitled, The Anointing of David. Samuel couldn't stop thinking about how God rejected Saul as king over Israel. The Lord said to Samuel, Stop brooding over Saul. Take some anointing oil and go to the home of Jesse at Bethlehem. I've selected one of his sons to become king. Samuel said, Lord, King Saul will kill me if he finds out. The Lord said, Take a calf to Bethlehem and say you're coming to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse and his sons to join you. I'll show you which one to anoint. So Samuel went to Bethlehem and invited Jesse and his sons to join him in sacrificing to the Lord. When they came, Samuel was immediately impressed with Jesse's oldest son. Ah, he thought. This is the one the Lord will choose. God said, Samuel, don't look at outward appearance. It doesn't matter how tall a man is or how strong. I see things you can't see. He's not the one. Jesse then introduced his second son to Samuel. Again, he wasn't the Lord's choice. Jesse introduced seven of his sons to the prophet. As he met each of them, the Lord said, He's not the one. Finally, Samuel said to Jesse, Don't you have any other children? Oh, well, yes, I do have one more, my youngest. He's out watching the sheep. Send for him. I'll not eat with you until I see him. As soon as David walked into the room, Samuel could see that he was a striking young man, healthy and handsome. The Lord said, This is the one. Get up and anoint him. So Samuel anointed him with oil. After that, the Spirit of God departed from King Saul and came upon David in a mighty way. From that day on, King Saul was tormented with depression. His servants had an idea. They said, Allow us to find a man skilled at playing the harp. Then his music will cheer you when you become depressed. When Saul agreed, one of the servants said, I've heard of a young man who is very skilled at the harp. He's a son of Jesse from Bethlehem. In addition to being good on the harp, he's a good fighter and has the ability to talk in front of people. He's also a man who walks with God. Saul sent for David and was immediately impressed with him. David was made Saul's armor-bearer, but he also played the harp every time the king went into deep depression. The sound of the harp soothed the king's spirit and brought him peace. Let's read 1 Samuel 16, verse 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. We tend to be flippant about the omniscience of God, and yet it is something that should put us in absolute awe. How can God look into our heart? How can he see the invisible soul, the spirit, the mind, the hidden emotions, and the deepest secret thoughts? The fact that he sees the inward parts of every human being on the earth all at once is incredible. God is to be utterly feared and held in the utmost awe for who he is 
and what he can do. Let's go to 1 Kings 8.39 for some more. Then hear in heaven your dwelling place, and forgive and act, and give to everyone according to all his ways, whose heart you know. For you alone know the hearts of all the sons of men. True repentance requires an understanding that God sees our heart and our thought life. He requires truth in the inward parts. Think about that. What are your thoughts? Do you entertain thoughts that I remember when I was a kid being told, uh, you know, don't do or think things that your mom wouldn't approve of? That stuck with me. You know, I, I respected my mom. I, I loved my mom. She she was not a cruel disciplinarian, but she kind of helped guide me and keep me on the right path. But when you think about it, say the same thing about God. Don't do or think thoughts that God wouldn't like because he's aware of them all. Don't forget that. Every thought you have, every intention you have, every feeling you have at any moment in time, God is aware of. That's a humbling thought. I mean, I'm not intimidated by that. I trust God. I love God. If the state, if the government was doing that, that'd be another matter, <laughs> right? I mean, in, in, today's, in today's world, we kind of hear stories about this, you know, surveillance, the surveillance culture, surveillance societies. Certain communist cultures, unfortunately, live under this kind of governmental control. And that's, that's a hell on earth. But to have the omniscient, loving God, the creator of everything, know me so intimately and so in such detail is awe-inspiring. If you haven't already, I encourage you to heed the Lord's call, turn from your sins, believe the gospel, and receive the gift of salvation that Jesus is offering you right now. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the program. And please consider giving us a good review. It really does help. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Grace and Wrath and on the web at graceandwrath.com. Thanks for listening. This is Mark signing off for now. So ride hard, pray often, and talk about Jesus wherever you go.